ora and welcome to Tea with the High Commission. I'm Iona Thomas, British High Commissioner to New Zealand. Welcome to our podcast. In this podcast, we explore the connections between the UK and New Zealand through conversation with some very interesting Brits and New Zealanders. I invite you to join in the conversation by leaving comments and questions. This podcast is part of our Rugby World Cup series, talking to the captains of Scotland, England and Wales. The World Cup is being played in New Zealand in October and November 2022, and the UK and New Zealand network will be cheering on all of the British teams competing. Kia ora and welcome to Tea with the High Commission. I'm Iona Thomas, the British High Commissioner to New Zealand, and I'm joined here today by the captain of the Welsh women's rugby team, Siwan Lillicrap. Shawan has played for Wales since 2016 and has captained them since 2020. She led them into third place at this year's Six Nations Rugby Tournament. At the start of this year, she became one of the first ever full-time professional women players for the Welsh Rugby Union, having previously been head of rugby at Swansea University. All eyes will be on their first game against Scotland this weekend. This is their opening match of the Rugby World Cup being played the 8th of October to the 12th of November in Auckland and Whangarei. Welcome, Shuan. It's a pleasure to have you on the podcast. Thanks for having me. Thank you. So the podcast is called Tea with the High Commission. Uh, I am a big tea drinker and I'm always here with a cup of Earl Grey. So my first question to everybody is, are you a tea drinker and how do you have your tea? Yeah, I am a tea drinker, but not um, just standard tea, really. English tea with milk, no sugar. And that's that's about me. I'm not really into fruity teas. Well, I'd sometimes have um, a green tea, but that would be that would be my limit, really. More of a coffee drinker, I would say. Oh, well, you're in the right country for drinking coffee because I know very proud of their coffee. I know. I've been really impressed, actually. That's what um, that's one of our highlights post training is where we can go for a coffee and get a good coffee. So yeah. So uh, after rugby, that's the next thing that's on our mind is coffee. <laughs> <laughs> well, you will have won the hearts of lots of Kiwis here to hear you say that. Um, asking a bit more about your experience here in New Zealand, is this your first time in New Zealand? Yeah, it's my first time uh, to to New Zealand. So yeah, I've never travelled this far, um, and yeah, really excited. Well, it's been lovely being here. For can't believe we've been here nearly two weeks. So time is flying by. Excellent. And what are your first thoughts on the country? I love it. Um, actually, very similar to home. So um, it's like Wales, just on a on a bigger level, I think. So um, yeah, very similar to home with the greenery, the mountains. Um, yeah, like driving from Auckland to Bangaree is like driving from South Wales to North Wales, I felt like. So yeah, very similar. Um, I live in Swansea, um, so we're fortunate to have Gower Peninsula, lots of nice beaches in, in Swansea and feel very similar beaches here here in New Zealand. So it's really nice to to have that. It's like home from home, really. So yeah, I love it so far. Um, the weather is also very similar to home. <laughs> Sometimes we get a bit of sun and then whoop, it's raining. That's very similar to Welsh weather as well. So uh, yeah, it feels we've got all home comforts. <laughs> Lots of familiarity even on the other side of the world, which must be really Yeah, nice. absolutely. Even yeah. the rain. Even the rain. But we'll, we, we can scrap the rain now, so let go of the rain for a few weeks. That'd be nice. Absolutely. And I'm sure all the spectators are very much hoping that the, the weather will stay dry. And with the World Cup coming up a year uh, delayed, how are you in the side feeling going into this? Yeah, we're feeling really good. You know, things have, lots of positive have 
changes has happened for us within Wales over the last nine to 10 months um, with the first 12 of us becoming professional in January and then quite a few others becoming professional in July, um, which has allowed us to prepare for this World Cup like never before. We've never really had the opportunity to spend so much time together training, working on our physical conditioning, working on our game plans. Um, so, you know, I'd say we're the best prepared we've we've been, and that's due to the amount of time we've had together. Obviously, when we heard it was postponed last year, we were gutted at, at the time, but time has absolutely flown since then, you know, in looking forward to to, the, to it coming, but also all the changes has happened with us within Wales over the, the last year as well. So, yeah, we're glad it's here. We're excited to be here. Um, prep's gone really well and we've loved our first two weeks, but now it's down to work really. And now the serious end of business happens with games on the horizon. That's right. Your first match is against Scotland this weekend. And you've said that this game will set the tone for the remainder of the competition. How does it feel to be going up against a familiar opponent several thousand miles away from home and on neutral ground? Yeah, it's funny, actually. We we come all the way to New Zealand to play Scotland um, in our first game. But, you know, it's fantastic. It's, it's good for us because we're really familiar with Scotland. We play them on a yearly basis and have played them twice a year previously in autumns as well. Um, so we know we know lots about Scotland. Um, they're a good side. We had a close encounter in the Six Nations. Um, we just pipped it at the you know dying deaths of that minute, the last the last spell of that game. Um, so yeah, it's good because we know lots about them. So that, that's that's the exciting bit. But you know, it's the first game. Um, it's a it's a good competitive pool. So I think. It's a lot of pressure on us to perform in that game and get the result because that will put whoever wins that game in good stead to get to to the quarterfinals. So, yeah, we're excited to face them. We know lots about them as individuals. We know lots about them as a team. Um, so I don't think we'll have too many surprises. So it's been we've been able to prepare to our best ability because we've got Scotland. It should be an exciting match, but it'd be quite difficult uh, as the British High Commissioner and for the members of the UK and New Zealand team to know who we should be supporting. But we wish you uh, best of luck with that, Matt. Thank you. Thank you. Um, and I'm sure you will have noticed sort of in the two weeks that you've been here that there's huge focus across New Zealand on the Rugby World Cup and lots of support for it. And I know that yesterday, uh, New Zealand's Prime Minister Jacinda Ardern came to visit some of the teams and had a chance to spend some time with them. How have you and the team found that focus from New Zealand uh, on the sport and excitement about the World Cup? It's brilliant. You know, since we've been here, we were in Auckland first, we could see even things changing as as we've been there last week from like pop-ups being put up and the branding around the place like it's it's even grown since we've been here again and walking around the street like here yesterday in, in Vangaree like a, a, a man on a bus was well pulled over in a bus stop and shouting where are you from where are you from like you know what how, how you do you think you're going to go first game like everyone wants to know where we're from and what our aspirations are and how we want to do the welcome has been superb and yeah, it's funny really as well. We bumped into another guy here in um, Bangaree yesterday and he's actually from, he was born in Wales and um, is from a place called Puthcall in Wales and played for Neath and knew a lot of people like rugby legends that we knew and we had a great long chat with him and he was like, 
They're like, let me share your parents' number with me and I'll take them around and show them all the good places and stuff. So everyone has been like so welcoming. And yeah, wherever we go, actually, we always seem to find someone with a Welsh connection and uh, something to, to back home. But that's really nice because everyone's been lovely, like probably similar to what the Welsh are like. We're very similar as well. Everyone wants to know where you're from, why you're here, like, and who's who's in your family because there's always a connection somewhere. And that's what it feels like here. It's really nice. New Zealand is famous for its warm welcome and there are so many connections back to the UK. It's so great that you found some Welsh connections up there in Whangarei. Yeah. And in terms of support for the women's game, both here in New Zealand, where we see it's very strong, but back in the UK, do you get a sense that that has changed in the last few years and particularly with the Welsh team having professional players? Yeah, massively. You know, aside from us becoming professional and that's a huge leap forward and we can actually concentrate on doing the best job we can on the field from having the time and resource to do that, the growth away from that as well, like within Wales, how many girls now have opportunity to play rugby, the exposure, people can tune in and watch us live on TV, which a few years ago you wouldn't have been able to do. It's the same out here, like when we've arrived, the media coverage that we've seen, also the interviews that we've done for like Spark TV and stuff like that has been superb that, you know, that the coverage is so vast here as well. So the growth has been huge. I remember when I first started playing like you couldn't even really get a live stream and then it turned to you could tune in on live stream to being live on tv so it's massive and you know that just helps us inspire the next generation and inspire hopefully girls boys whoever to take up this wonderful sport and that's what i always say rugby's so great because it doesn't matter what body size shape you are what background you're from or anything it's it's actually a sport for absolutely everyone so um, that's what we want to do is as female rugby players, inspire females, but also inspire anyone to take up this wonderful sport. So, yeah, the coverage has gone gone through the roof and I think women's sport as a whole has is, is, um, reached another level. And I feel like we've got a long way to go, but it's um, definitely climbing that ladder fast, which is which is great. And it's really good to hear that message of inclusivity in rugby, that actually it is a game for everyone, um, as we see for sort of both genders and all body shapes and sizes and backgrounds. So is that a message and sort of inclusivity that you uh, and the team sort of push back in Wales? Definitely. It, that's why it's, it's, so, it's so special, because it is inclusive for absolutely everyone, whatever gender you are, um, whatever background you come from. Um, whatever size you are, if you're fast, you're not fast, you're strong, you know, it's it's really got a position for everyone. And even if you're not taking part, like there's so many other roles that you can do within the rugby community, even if you can't take the field, which I think is, is special, you know, the team around the team and, you know, the community. I, I grew up in my local rugby club, Wanaloth, my father coached there. From a young age, every weekend I was down there as water girl. I was doing something, and it was a a family away from family, you know. And I think that's what makes it it so special as well. It's a community. Um, so yeah, I even away from playing, I think our sport is massively inclusive, and there's something for everyone to feel part of. Something really strong and special, and form great connections. Like I've got friends all around the world now through through rugby, you know, some some of the the Blackfoot players, some of the Scottish girls, they're all my friends from all different. We go to battle, but I've made made friends everywhere, which is fantastic. 
That's amazing. And speaking about the sort of family side of it and uh, friends on, on other sides of the world, I've seen photos of Cecilia's welcome to New Zealand by her family. How was it to see such support for one of the team on the other side of the world? Yeah, it was it was crazy. It was so good that like we we all arrived pretty tired last well, maybe two weeks ago on a Friday morning. Um, and the welcome Cecilia's family gave us was incredible. There was loads of them there. Um, she always has a big crowd back in Wales as well. So Cecilia's Tongan Welsh, and she always has a big support network at our games and they're singing. Um, I didn't think her family could extend as big as it did, but we had, I think she's got more family here than back home. And yeah, they had necklaces for us and were cheering us coming through and have just been incredible and I know they're going to turn up to our games as well and, and and support us all or probably double actually the family our family that have traveled out here so we'll have a big crowd but yeah it's so special and I think that's what rugby's about like they're behind us all and supporting us all and yeah they were waiting there for I think like two and a half three hours before we actually got into Auckland and they stayed there the whole time waiting for us and I think I hear they greeted the uh, some of the other teams that arrived before us so USA and Scotland that like, managed to get through before us as well and this Cecilia had a couple of messages from some of the players saying we met your family so yeah it was just really nice and special so yeah it was a perfect landing really to arrive in Auckland and be welcomed by them all. Oh, I'm glad that there was that nice personal touch for Cecilia and also for the wider team as well. Um, well, it is the day ahead of uh, your first match, so um, well, the weekend of the first match, so I'd uh, better let you head off to training. Um, I'm sure there'll be uh, some nerves amongst the team. How do you uh, cope with the nerves ahead of a match? Um, I think like it's good to feel nervous. I think it's good to feel that edge because... It makes you know something big is coming and that something really important is, is around the corner. Um, I personally like will do a lot of work today and just making sure I'm clear on all my roles, but then try and switch off and not burn too much energy um, on being nervous and reserving, reserving that energy. But yeah, we'll have team meetings and stuff. We'll have focus meetings and we'll we'll have times to switch on, but we'll make sure we have times to switch off as well. So, you know, we've been playing some card games and stuff like that as well back in our, our hotel. Um, so yeah, we'll make sure we'll switch off too and not burn too, too much energy because the reality is we know all of our stuff now. Our work's been, work's been done almost. It's just about making sure that... Um, we're confident with it so yeah that's what that I'll, I'll be doing and yeah I unfortunately lost my grandfather this week whilst out here as well so that that's been pretty tough but I've got that extra motivation on Sunday to do him proud and remember him and um, hopefully get a win for him so yeah I've got that personal motivation as well to make sure that um, it's about the team and obviously the performance but it's about me doing something special for him as well personally. Well, good luck with all that final preparation and particularly for you with that very sort of personal motivation Thank you. to that match. We'll all be watching very closely and wishing you and the team all the luck, um, both in your match and uh, throughout the competition. So thank you so much for taking the time to speak to me today and I say best of luck with the tournament. Thank you very much. Thanks for having me. Thank you for listening to this episode of Tea with the High Commission. If you've enjoyed this podcast, please leave a review and make sure to subscribe so you don't miss an episode. You can find us on iTunes or Spotify. Thank you very much, and kakite anō.